So the NBA trade deadline is Thursday. We will be on the air after that, which I, I love. NBA trade deadline day is one of my favorite days of the year. And I, I hope that the Kyrie Irving trade is just the beginning of the floodgates opening, again, in a very wide open, especially Western Conference. But I'd even argue the East. I mean, other than Boston, and Boston's had its moments where they look vulnerable as well. You could say there are, there are a ton of teams. We've had Keith Smith on who said there's a ton of organizations around the league that are like, yeah, we think we can win this thing. We think that it's really wide open. Uh, Kyrie Irving, there, there's some offshore, you got some numbers from other books in terms of trades that could happen and also where Kyrie Irving could end up next year. Kyrie Irving, will he re-sign with the Mavs? Yes, minus 140. No, even money. I like Yeah, that. I'll go no. I'll go no. Yep, I like that too. I'd like to be able to choose the team too. Kyrie Irving to the Lakers. I bet I could get pretty good odds there. He would probably, that would probably be the favorite. They were the favorite to trade for him anyway. Yeah. He's going to play with LeBron. He wants to play with LeBron. LeBron wants him bad so much that he becomes the seventh grader when he doesn't get his way. He goes on social media. Maybe it's me. Kyrie wants to play with LeBron. He regrets the way that that all. You know what, though? I keep hearing, like, Kyrie regrets the way that it ended with LeBron. He's more mature now. He wants another chance to play with LeBron. What about, like, doesn't he feel a little guilty what he did to Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant was in the best situation maybe in NBA history, playing with Steph, Clay, Draymond, Steve Curry as your head coach. They would have won at least three, four more championships. Yeah, if yeah no, I don't, think, I don't think Kyrie cares about that. I think he cares about, you know, where he can find the best winning situation and money. Yep. And, money. and truthfully, Kyrie, and he said this today, he just didn't really like, you know, he was a Nets fan growing up. But when you get there, it's different, right? Sometimes we do these job interviews or we meet our potential bosses and they tell us one thing and you get there. I mean, when I worked at Circuit City, they told me that, you know, all I would have to do is, is sell small electronics. And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm in the uh, random Christmas line uh, being like, hey, actually, we we're just forming one line. Uh, not two lines, and I'm getting yelled at on Black Friday. So, like, <laughs> Next sometimes, thing you know, you're forcing the credit card down yeah, people's throats. Exactly. Like, please, I need the 15% Next commission. Next thing I know, I'm at Wells Fargo making up fake bank accounts and <laughs> getting myself to pose. So, I mean, you, you get roped into these things, and I think yeah. Kyrie Irving, you know, becoming a net. Sean Marks and what they did was not probably what they were pitching. So he's like, listen, I need to get out of here. They don't like me. They don't respect me. They simply tolerate me because they have no other options. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think he wanted to be like Deuces. Sorry, KD. They love you. They don't love me. Yeah, and that's and exactly what Kyrie team. said, too. He yeah. said that yeah. he felt he wanted to feel really wanted. He felt really wanted by his new team and didn't want to feel very disrespected like he did at times during his. Nobody wants to be just tolerated. I mean, he did sit out an entire year, but I mean, you know, when we go back and we look at that situation, I don't know. I mean, we're not going to get into the whole like uh, pandemic. I mean, it was just, it was a chaotic, thing, unique he situation. He probably should have been allowed anyway. to play, but he didn't play. Right. So it was just like a mess. I mean, that first year, him and Durant didn't play together. Then they did play together. Like, neither of them were ever healthy. They got swept in the playoffs. And, like, the argument is, well, we only lost by, what, a combined eight points or whatever it was in four of those games. It was the closest sweep in NBA history. But they never did anything. They won one well, game. Well, if, if Kyrie wouldn't have twisted his ankle or sprained his ankle in that Buck series, Bucks. I think they beat the Bucks. I yeah. completely agree. Yeah. And we could do, like, the Durant, you know, if his shoe's smaller thing. Yep. But – like, it, it goes way before that, though. Like, the Nets have always reached. They've always, like, went all in with these super teams. Not always, but the last couple times they've tried, it hasn't worked out. We had the Darren Williams, Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce Kevin, Kevin Garnett, Garnett yeah. Jason Kidd thing go down, and now this. Um, so. I mean, it, different different management, uh, different ownership even. Yeah, but, like, but so who really result. runs the Nets? Like, what is Mark's like, – like, who is actually, they, like, in charge of? They have been trying to compete with the Knicks in terms of attention in New York since they got to Brooklyn. 
that being said, they've been a better run organization still than the Knicks since they went to Brooklyn. They've at least been a playoff team. Now, the Knicks certainly look like a, a playoff team this year, but that's what it all comes down to is these big market teams, you know, you don't have a lot of opportunity to rebuild and take your time and do what the Thunder are doing. You also, there's not many Sam Prestes in the NBA that can identify all that young talent anyway. So that's when the desperation happens. That's when a team like the Lakers says, we've got to go get Russell Westbrook. Or I got odds here too, your guy, DeMar DeRozan, if he's traded, two to one of the Lakers. I would They're love favorites. that. I would love that for LeBron. Give LeBron uh, another chance at a chip, or just even to get into the playoffs, because we know Anthony Davis. You're not going to be able to trust him to stay healthy, and even if he does, you need something else. And I want Russ out of Los Angeles. You bring him to Chicago, and he's in the starting lineup. He's not coming off the bench. And that's a fun team. Yeah, I like Russ sense. to Chicago. I don't think they trade for anybody. I don't think Lakers trade for anyone. No, me either. Yeah, I don't think. And happens. I don't think Demar goes anywhere. The no, Bulls pretty much so came either. out today and said we're not trading any of these guys. I don't know what the goal is then, because you're not winning know. a championship. They don't this know. Year. I guess what the goal is is to be relevant and get that playoff revenue. At least those two home playoff games, most likely against the Bucks. Grayson Allen drops thirty again, but at least you make the money because the United Center, the dummies, they are going to continue to go to games and sell out the arena, even though the team's been irrelevant for years. The thing with That's the so Lakers. Sad. The it's Lakers like have very few assets left. You talk about like 27 and 29 are the next years they have a first-round pick. You trade those away too. LeBron's not going to be around when those picks even come up. So you've got to win championships to make that worth it, or it's it's just not, as opposed to riding with the team you have, knowing that you're going to have Russell Westbrook coming off the books at the end of the year, and then you can try to work around the roster that you have. Because LeBron could play for a few more years, but the, then the question becomes, well, when he's a free agent again, it, let's say he's got a couple years left in him still. He's trying to pull a Tom Brady. Does he stay in Los Angeles? Does he go back to Cleveland? Where my conspiracy theory, biggest one I have yet, is that he goes back to Cleveland and plays with his son. But it's the Lakers have had a garbage roster for years. It's, it, it's one thing if you trade assets and win a championship like the Rams did. The Rams traded off all their first-round picks. F those picks. Fine. You know what they did? They won a Super Bowl. The Lakers, now I get it. They won that bubble title. That was actually a good team. But that was a different roster than you even have now. Like, they've gutted this roster even more, adding Russell Westbrook and really kind of changing the dynamic of this whole organization, even from beyond that situation. So you've just given up more assets. You're not getting the results that you need for it. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's kind of sad, though, when you think about it. But at the same time, what I love about this league is guys do get their way. But when it doesn't work out, then they want to like start over. And if they don't get their way a second or third time, then they flip out. Like LeBron wanted Russ there. Yeah. He was calling us all out on social media. He was taking receipts yeah. and taking notes. Yep. You guys say this team is too old. And, it was Carmelo. And, and then and, deleting the tweet that said they were never going to miss the playoffs so like, again. You got what you wanted, man. It didn't work out. So now you can't just get what you want the next year, unfortunately, because this isn't uh, NBA Live with, right. with, with fair trades turned off. And you knew Mark Cuban, that madman, was going to go all in. He's doing whatever he can right now to keep Luka in Dallas. Yeah. And it's probably not going to work. He should have got Luka a wing. Or I don't really know. I I, I mean, they do still have Christian Wood. It's going to be a fun team. I mean, I we just feel like, the other team like Christian Wood's a nice player. I just feel like he's been overhyped ever since he got to Dallas. Like, it was one thing when he went to Houston, you kind of knew when he was with the Pistons he, that he was like the hot commodity of like, oh, teams were going to go and – this I, is this is the guy that now is going to take that next step. But like once he's gotten to Dallas, that was like one of the things over the summer. Like, is that the second star that Luca needs? He's not that good. But now adding Kyrie and then having a healthy Christian Wood on top of that and Luca out there, that certainly makes the team better. They they can score 
And in a wide open West, it gives them a chance. I just don't think it's enough to put them over the top and get them to the NBA Finals. Of course finals. it's not. Of course it's not. It's not even a question. This team's not doing anything. There's just certain guys like that with Christian Wood really quick that can't stick with the team, and you wonder, like, okay, is it something in the locker room? Like, yes, what's up with this guy? It because is. I was covering thing. Christian Wood when he was playing for the Wisconsin Herd, and he was averaging, like, his numbers were, like, 35 and 15. And yeah. I was like, all right, pump the brakes. It's the G League. But the Bucks had no depth that year. They actually picked up Nico Miritich off the streets and wouldn't even give Christian Wood a look. Bud just did not give him a look. Then he goes to Detroit. He's been mm-hmm. in Houston. Now he's in Dallas. So you just wonder, like, what it is with them. The guy's not, like, yes, playing with them. Yes, well, I don't even know if it's that. Like, you know how there's sometimes employees that their coworkers like but hated by their bosses for whatever reason? Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just not very political. Yeah, that was me at Dick's Sporting Goods. Maybe they're just not. I worked at Dick's Sporting Goods, too. Terrible really? job. In college, yeah. Well, kind of. Oh, so we all work retail. Good <laughs> yes, for us. Yeah. So Rock I think port. that's Christian Wood. You know, I think a lot of teams just don't like his attitude, how he operates. Luca's relationship to Christian Wood obviously is very important because you want to keep Luca happy. But I've been told by somebody that's very close to the organization that the organization very much dislikes Christian I, Wood. I believe yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I believe that. And that's why when you see players that are talented bounce around a lot, you know, okay, there's other stuff going on. There's things behind the scenes in the locker room with management, the organization. Maybe it's work ethic. Maybe it's attitude, personality. But that, that's the human side. That's the personality-driven side of sports that we don't always see out there on the court. Right. But it goes on behind the scenes, and that can disrupt a lot of situations. Because, like, yeah. the minute he got to Dallas, they're already talking about using trade rumors. Yes. Like, right away. Yeah, like Well, he didn't even start right away. Yeah. He was all coming off the bench. He was like, we were talking about him as a six-man of the year. Yeah. What are we doing? This team stinks. The Mavericks just – they don't know what they're doing. I think I think Nico Harrison is struggling to do his job well. I think Jason Kidd is struggling to do his job well. I think Mark Cuban doesn't know what the hell is happening. Luke is just out there balling, high usage rate. Thank God somebody's coming in to get him a bucket at the end of games yeah, when he's yeah. absolutely gassed. Otherwise, he's oh. going to pop a hamstring or pop a knee or a shoulder or an ankle or something because Lord knows he cannot go on a diet to save his freaking life. So – yeah, thankfully Kyrie's there to shoulder a little bit of the burden so that he doesn't injure himself. But this team is is gross. I think the main problem is Jason Kidd. I hated Jason Kidd in Milwaukee. Yeah, he was terrible. You're like, what did he do in Milwaukee? Everybody said, oh, well, you know, if he didn't play LeBron, uh, LeBron uh, Giannis at the point, he wouldn't have been, you know, he wouldn't be able to facilitate. He wouldn't be able to run the offense and be this good of a ball handler. Like, that's nonsense. Never been a fan of Jason Kidd as a coach. Ever. In one Although, year last year. The, the spilling the water for a free timeout thing was pretty brilliant back when he was coaching the Nets. Yeah, that's genius. Just saying.